Then the Dane Crusaders show up in 1219. And the Danes are super nice. Like, no, not now. The Danes were assholes in 1219. <laughs> Danes were not nice people. Oh, oh, oh. This one time. So, this one time. This one time? <laughs> this, you know what? This one time. This one time. Oh my god, this one time. The podcast. Soda water, not the, not the crappy beer. Because <laughs> the beer say. is crappy, but the soda water is fantastic. Why? Greetings once again from Bangkok. In just a moment, we will regale you with the final story of my trip to Finland. But before we get there, hello, my lover. Hello, baby. And hello, everyone. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. And have we got a story for you? That's right. It's the last one, honey. It is. It is. I have already told you why I am the American ice hole. I kind of already knew it. In Finland. We have discussed... I'll tell you something else, though. We have discussed the differences between Thai sauna and Finland sauna. Uh, Finland sauna wins. Yes. In case you didn't know. I've not experienced it, but yes. And I have also explained the differences between the Russian Continental Hockey League, KHL. Yes. And the North American National Hockey League. So now, no more choices. It's time for you to hear why... You love me. No, I'll tell you that too. Why Estonia is the dumping ground for the entire effing world. That sounds very sad. Like, I don't think that's comedy. Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of comical because it just keeps happening. It's like Pratfall, where it continues to fall down over and over again. It's still kind of funny. You know, sometimes bad things happen to people and it just becomes comical. That's Estonia. Do they find it funny? Yeah, actually they do. Really? The people who live there have kind of accepted the fact because, like they, we are taught history. They are also taught history. And they're taught this history. They're thinking, holy shit. The hell is Why did we stay here through all that? <laughs> okay. It's really, really odd. So to recap for the new person listening, uh, I spent two weeks in Finland and a handful of days in Estonia. I was the keynote speaker at NBE 2017, the Nordic Bloggers Experience. Uh, don't go to Helsinki in the winter. Just you know, pro tip. Anyhow, I did. And I also got to go to Estonia as part of that, part of uh, a tour package with Visit Estonia, the tourism board. I think you would have liked it more if you were like an outdoor, like active kind of person. I would have liked it more if it had been warm. <laughs> it would have been summer. Well, but I don't. I don't think that that those two words go together. But I should love it because, as I have learned in the last decade or so, I am of Estonian descent. I okay. According to <laughs> records, that someone in my family who gives way more shits about this than I do. Uh, it wasn't your grandfather, right? Because he told a lot of different stories. wasn't just Gramps, but okay. other people as well. There's documented proof that shows that somebody in my family left Estonia in like 1718 oh. or some number like that and wound up coming to America. So that's okay. the oldest ancestor on my maternal grandfather's side that I'm aware of. Okay. But anyhow, so I'm Estonian, so I figured, hey, I'll have to go to Estonia to get there. But anyhow, like I said, dumping ground of the world. Oh, my God. Let me run through the history. I had to write this stuff down. Okay. And I'll get to, the, I'll get to what I did in Estonia in a minute, but just, just think about this. So back in 1193, long, just long time ago. Just a couple days ago. The Pope, 
Remember the crusades that were happening? Uh-huh. The whole idea of the crusades is to take Jerusalem back from the infidels, right? Right. Yep. Actually, it goes bigger than that. There was a northern crusade. He took arms against anybody who wasn't Christian. Oh. And so the pagans that live in that area suddenly find themselves with knights and shining armor and shining swords slicing their heads off. Ouch. Yeah, that started in 1193. Ouch. In 1217, so what, you know, just you know, 20 years later, the Germans come in and they are also crusaders because there wasn't enough death and destruction from the Pope's men. Now the Germans show up and do the exact same thing. Then the Dane crusaders show up in 1219 and the danes are super nice no not now the danes were assholes in 1219 (laughs) danes were not nice people oh and then i mean just the list goes on there's like 800 years of various uprisings and conquest whether it's the germans the danes the swedes the russians even the Finns. everybody owned estonia at some point in time really it was nuts just nonstop back and forth Let's get to modern history. 1920 show up, and finally, finally, they say, we are Estonia, we're our own country. We now have independence from Russia, who owned right. them at the time. Bloodless, they didn't, there was no civil war, there was nothing. Russia said, yeah, yeah, fine. Okay. You can be your own country. Until 1939. And then the Nazis and the Russians decided oh. to divvy up that area, How and it rude. went under German control. And then World War II happened, and shit got bad. Something like 40% of all of Tallinn was knocked out, either by the Russians or by the Germans during the war, just leveled completely. Wow. After the war, Estonia becomes part of the USSR. Okay. Soviet uh, times was not in good times. No. Back in, in the late 40s, and it just... Just a spiraling, just horrible things continued to happen as things go on. It's, it's, anyhow, they have been a country. You know how long Estonia now has been an independent country? How long? 25 years. Wow. 25 years is all Estonia so has been a real country. It's been a real country as long as our son's been alive. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. That's, yeah, 91 is when they became independent wow. state. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. And and everywhere, I mean, you don't see evidence of the bombing and stuff because, again, it was you know 70 years ago and they cleaned right. the place up. It's a city. It's a beautiful city right. to get to live to. But if you, if you take the tours, you learn about the areas of the city that were completely razed okay. and the ones that were rebuilt to make them look like the place it was. It's kind of cool. The entire area, all of Tallinn is now a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The entire, the entire city? Entire, well, the entire old town, which is most okay. of the city. It's not, a, it's not a big city by any stretch of the imagination. You can walk the whole thing in a day. The whole thing is a UNESCO World Heritage Site because really? some of the buildings from the 13th century are still standing. Oh, that's cool. The old city walls are still there. Not that those city walls seem to matter a damn bit when their invaders <laughs> came in here. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little place. Uh, interesting weird facts about Estonia. Yes. It is illegal to walk outside at night or ride a bike outside at night unless you have a government-issued reflector on your body. Which you now have. I brought that little thing home. Yes. That has to be attached to your belt somewhere on midsection, oh. and they have to see it. And if a cop sees you walking without a reflector, he will stop and give you a reflector. Okay. Unless, of course, he's given you one before, and then he'll take your ass to jail. They don't mess around with this no reflector at night stuff. And it's it's not huge. It's like this little, like, it's just It's the size of my- like a silver dollar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not, it's nothing huge, but it's enough to keep people from crashing. So the question you should be asking you is, why do you need a reflector at night? Right. Well, Talon 
is a sizable city, mm-hmm. but because it's a world, UNESCO World Heritage Site, there's not a lot of street lights. Oh, okay. At it's a dark, night. dark city. It's, it's not really a dark skies community okay. that has been designated in America, like Flagstaff, Arizona is, but it's almost like that in that street lights are very few to find in the city okay. and none in the country. And there's a lot of country and wilderness, so it's just dark. Interesting. And because it's about three and a half inches from the north effing pole, it's dark there all the time anyhow, or only light like six and a half seconds a day. (laughs) You might be uh, exaggerating. So illegal to walk outside with that. Um, I thought you were going to say it was illegal to like, you know, uh, ride a motor scooter without a shirt on like it is here in Thailand. Um. That would just be stupid up there because you'd be a human popsicle Freezing. in seconds. <laughs> not a uh, not really not really good idea. So speaking of ancient history stuff, prior to Estonia getting their own independence, but after the badness of World War II, Estonia wanted to restore this church. And I okay. forget the name of the church, but it's right smack dab in the middle, and it's this gigantic huge church. And all around it had been leveled by the okay. bombers, either the Russian bombers or the Nazi bombers. I don't know exactly which one. And I'm not sure anybody knows which one okay. yet, at that particular time. This church was still standing, but was damaged. Oh. So they wanted to restore the church. So they have to petition the Soviets, the Kremlin, basically, to right. say, can we restore this church? Remember, at this time, Soviet Union is, atheism is the state religion, oh, yeah. if you will. So there's no way in hell <laughs> they're <laughs> going to approve someone to restore a church. So what do the uh, Estonians do? They say, no, 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 we're not going to restore the church. We're going to restore this building. The purpose of the building is to become a museum for the history of atheism. Really? In a church! <laughs> Now, I when I was that. told this, my, the pride within me swelled. <laughs> How awesome is this going to be? You people have gotten around this by saying, no worry, Soviets. We will resurrect this <laughs> and make it a museum for atheism instead. I like it. Yeah. Like it. Brilliant plan. Uh, one major uh, fail point for them. Uh, Soviet Union didn't really work all that well towards the end, so it, no. it never actually happened. Oh, that's yeah. a bummer. Because, you know, the... The, one of the best nightclubs I've ever been in no, was in a church. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thailand go-go bar in a church somewhere probably around here. I don't know. But anyhow, they did not get that pulled off. Um, the other interesting thing about the Soviet Union is Soviets like big statues. Oh, yeah? Big statues of their leaders. Um, we had about half a day to kill before we got back on the ferry that takes us from Tallinn, Estonia, back to Helsinki, Finland, about a two-hour ferry ride across the uh, Baltic Sea. Half a day to kill. One of the guys on my trip is a photographer who's Brazilian but now lives in Germany, uh, in, in Berlin, actually, and had heard tell of this, well, I'll call it a cemetery for Soviet statues. Okay. So he had heard about this, kind of roughly knew where it was. Our guide said she knew where it was. They were in the middle of restoring this area to, uh, you know, to, 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 to bring it back to what it was, and they were going to do some, uh, show the grounds up in the condition, basically a, almost a museum, if you will, of the Soviet occupation going on in this, in this one area. And in the back is where the, the statue graveyard is okay. old Soviet statues they've collected from around the city and they're no longer the Soviets instead of just destroying them they dumped them in this area and so 
we went there. Now, this place is under construction. So we were under in, uh, instructions to not go through the construction, but go around back, and you'll see where the <laughs> statues are. And holy shit, not kidding. Around back, there's this five times larger than life statue, several of them, of like Lenin. Really? Yeah. And a bunch of other, like weird, I mean, clearly Soviet, the people are better right. than anything else. You know, odd, weird, abstract art that was 15 meters high. But the weirdest thing is there were like three giant statues of Joseph Stalin. Okay. Joseph Stalin. Joseph Stalin killed like, what, 40 million people? Yeah. Not, not a nice guy. No. You know, kind of took Lenin's ideas and said, what if we applied a suitable amount of assholeism with that and murder? It would go with that. How, how do you like that? So to me, it's just kind of weird because you don't, I didn't expect to see statues of, well, you know, murderers. That's just not typical, right? right? When, when Nazi Germany fell, we blew up, we, we the allies, blew up every statue of Hitler, every big right. concrete swastika, all these things. I mean, you watch the video of us blowing up these various things right. in town. But of course, with Soviet Russia, Stalin was never defeated, it he just it just changed. Soviet oh, Union yeah. just went away from less about the mass killing publicly okay, and you know more about Vladimir Putin style. So right. it's it's it was a gradual change there as opposed to a complete overthrow. And so these things still exist today. So you get this statue to this, yeah. And and Estonia has realized you are not Soviet anymore, but we can probably squeeze some tourist dollars out of this stuff. <laughs> so they're now in the middle of incorporating them into this really weird place that oh, wow. people who want to go tour and see giant life-size statues of Stalin can't. And you said you had to like stomp through mud and stuff to get to oh, all of that, right? It was miserable. I mean, it was like, it was like minus one that day. So it's, you know, that terrible temperature where the ground is like oozing out goo back and right. forth. And it's a construction area we're going through. Right. So yeah, walking around it, following the track where the, you know, the bobcats and other sorts of yeah. earth-moving equipment had been through. Yeah, nasty, gross, try not to fall on our asses <laughs> while we look for the knocked-over statues of Stalin. They were knocked over? They had, were some, they, of they, some of them? Some of them had been knocked over, but they were in the process of reassembling them in their new area. Oh, so we got okay. to see them kind of in partial assemblage. So there's, there's a photo of one guy who had no, or not a photo, a statue of someone who had no head. I, I thought it was just a, a, a memorial to the Sleepy Hollow. I didn't know. Night <laughs> headless horseman type or like stuff. A Utia with all the Buddhas. Oh, all the Buddhas that are knocked their head. Yeah, go, if you haven't listened to our horrible motorbike tour to Ayutthaya, Thailand, check out that horrible. episode. Too. It was terrible. Stop it. It's terrible. Anyhow, Estonia was not terrible. Estonia was cold. Estonia was dark. However, it was also January. I'm looking forward to going back and sometime in July or. Well, I think it's like light there for like 16 minutes in July, so it'll be nicer at that point in time. You said, you, oh, did, you did say you like the beer. The beer was fantastic. That's the, the where I want to end with. Um, beer in Finland is stupidly expensive, so all of the Finns jump on the two-hour ferry and go to Estonia, where it's Just a for fraction a and of then they the go cost, back. and it's fantastic. <laughs> Craft beer movement is blowing up, as it is in most places, but in Estonia, it's huge. I had the best Roush beer I've ever had before. Really? The best hands down ever, and it was Estonian. And no one knows about it because it's Estonia, which, as we now know, was the world's dumping ground for Aww. a number of years. We finished up our postcards yesterday for the River Kwai, and our next set is going out from Cambodia, where 
more bad shit happen. Yeah, that's that must be a a a, uh, a theme a with theme, us, right? So here I am telling about Estonia. Bad things happen. We just sent out postcards from the River Kwai, where really bad things happened in World War Two. Uh, now we're going to go to Cambodia, which one of the bad things there really, as we all know about them, happened in, in the Vietnam era. But I'm sure we will find even more bad shit that happening. Then you know what we'll do to memor to memorialize that. We will buy postcards from there. We will, and we will send those postcards to you, listener, uh, if in fact you have signed up to receive a postcard. From from us. If not, the hell. Go to shivo.wtf slash postcards or patreon.com slash OPP travelers and get on the list. We will send you another postcard. Not another postcard. We will send you a new postcard. Those that have been signed up for a long time will get another postcard, but you, the new listener, will get a postcard from us next month and every other month after that. It is that stinking simple. Not every other month. Every e- month. Every every month after that. <laughs> Right, not every other month. That would be like I do it like once every 60 days. And that's not true. We do it every stinking month after that. Got it? Got it. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. For more information about the next place I want to go to that was something terrible probably happened at, and for me to recant the story to you, stay subscribed and listen to us. But if you want to see what we're doing, check out the website, shivo.wtf.